Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well, I'm back. (laughs) Did you miss me? Well, technically, I've not been away. Well, not as far as the podcast is concerned as obviously I pre-recorded a number of those holiday short episodes over the past few weeks. Did you enjoy those? If so, then drop me a line to say so, and I could perhaps consider doing that again another time for you, uh, whilst I take another break. In fact, a couple of you have already dropped me a line, so uh, I have been getting some feedback whilst uh, whilst they've been going on. But um, I'm curious to know how you've received it, the, these holiday shorts and the types of insights I shared, and whether you would welcome some more. Right today, I just wanted to uh, dust off the cobwebs a little bit. I'm a little bit. I'm away from home. I'm in a hotel, so if I sound different, it's because I don't have my usual recording equipment with me. Uh, so I'm making do the best I can in a hotel room. But just for you, I wanted to get a, a show out this week, and uh, I just wanted to share a small update on a on a project I'm involved with. Um, whilst I've been away, plus um, some important news on stamp duty that could change your views potentially, especially as a first-time investor and or homeowner. But really importantly, I wanted to announce the uh, Property Voice Apprentice Program as well. So let's get going with that. Okay, so let's get on with this week's featured topic with Property Chatter. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to share with you was, uh, I'm kind of uh, loosely titled this a jailbird project. um, It was a little bit about a project that I've literally just completed on. Um, So I've I've, I've just completed purchase of the property. And it's one I found through my very own property deal tip service at the start of the year. I think I've arranged the viewings, um, I think it's late January. And um, I had an offer accepted on the 23rd of February. I just been back through my emails. I could see that the uh, we had a bit of to and fro, but essentially the offer was accepted on the 23rd of February, and we completed on the 5th of October. Some seven and a half months later, so it's been quite a torturous process. So why was that? Well, the main reason, frankly, was after the offer was accepted. I discovered, or rather I was advised, that the uh, property owner was uh, sent to prison, would you believe? Yes, became um, a a guest of Her Majesty, (laughs) or to Her Majesty's pleasure. Yeah, so that was quite a first. I've never been for that before. Um, And there were a number of consequences, really, that fell out of that. Um, In in addition to the crime and uh, the punishment of being put to prison, there was also some financial distress associated with them as well, which led to some complications, not least of which there were multiple charges on the property, at least three. There might have been four. I think there were at least three charges on the property, first charge mortgage and a second and a third charge. And I think there was another, maybe a fourth one floating around there. I lost track, actually, at the end, but it's quite a lot. And... um, Equally, there was a court order 
to pay a fine. That's actually why this particular person went to prison, because they didn't pay all of a fine from some time ago. And uh, unfortunately, the judge decided uh, that they weren't going to be lenient and sent them to prison. Perhaps a bit harsh, but there we go. Um, but that resulted in, uh, in restrictions on the title uh, placed by as a result of the, uh, the court action and, and the local authority fine. The police were also involved. So there were lots of different people involved in this particular um, transaction. And because the crime that resulted in the jail term was what's called a crime of deception, it meant we needed to take significant other checks, uh, and in particular, some checks around safeguarding against uh, recourse under the Proceeds of Crime Act. Yeah, it was very fiddly. There was more risk attached to this particular situation than is normally the case with a regular property purchase. So all the lawyers were getting twitchy about uh, the advice they were giving and making sure there was going to be no recourse. And of course, I was doing the same thing. But there we go. It wasn't an ideal start, uh, but I guess it was great for my earn and learn shadow investors to learn from. And I'll be sharing some of the uh, more elaborated uh, insights with them on uh, on one of the sessions that we're going to go through there. And as a, by the way, if you're interested in earn and learn, you can you can see more details on the website. Go to the mentoring um, tab and there's a brief outline there. But as uh, one gentleman did the other day, just give me a quick call and I'll, I'll talk you through it about uh, what it's all what's what's involved with and how you can get involved in that kind of thing. There you go. So that was fun. Um, the second thing I wanted to share with you is a bit of a niche, really, but it's something I learned myself about uh, stamp duty, and in particular, the 3% stamp duty premium um, of late. Now, you probably are aware that there's uh, now, uh, I say now, actually a while now, it's over two years, in fact, there's a 3% stamp duty premium attached to purchases for property investors uh, or people that buy second or additional properties beyond the second property or beyond the first property. In fact, the rules were quite complicated in, in some respects, uh, although one thing seems clear, and that was if you already own a property, then the premium would be applied to any subsequent purchases. Or that was the interpretation, at least. The general rule is that if you own your own home already and then buy a new one, then the stamp, uh, sorry, 3% stamp duty premium does not apply to the new home purchase, subject to certain conditions, uh, regardless of how many investment properties you also happen to own. So that's the good news. When you already own your own home and you want to buy a new home, your moving house, for example, if you own 100 investment properties, uh, you won't be charged the stamp duty, 3% stamp duty premium on the purchase of your own home. You will be on any investment purchase, but not your own home. However, there was an anomaly where if you were to buy your first home but already own an investment property, it created this sort of grey area. Well, at least it seemed grey. Um, it's now being cleared up, I think. But here the advice was that the 3% stamp duty premium would also apply to your home purchase. As the existing investment property or properties, uh, even if you had one, would mean any subsequent purchase, including your own home, would attract the 3% stamp duty premium. And of course, this could apply if you're, uh, for example, um, living, living at home and decide to move out and buy your first property, or you're renting and decide to buy your first property to, to live in as your own home, but you already own an investment property. And this is the advice that I've received for some time, until recently, that is. And there is a bit of a twist here. And that is, 
If you buy your investment properties, or indeed if you own your investment properties via a limited company and not in your sole name, then should you look to buy your own home, then the 3% stamp duty premium would not then apply. So just to clarify, the condition that you need to satisfy is that your other properties, the investment properties, can't be owned in your, in your own personal name. They need to be owned in a, in a limited company and uh, not your own name. And if that's the case, uh, then you can get around the 3% stamp duty premium, uh, even though you already own some properties. It's just that you own them through a different legal entity. That's the actual test here. So um, yeah, I was just going to repeat that, but there's no point repeating it. So it's some small relief there, I guess, for maybe renters who are looking to buy their own home uh, or people living at home and want to buy their own home. Um, um, but also perhaps want to buy their, uh, an investment property first or indeed already have one. But as I mentioned, the, the way around it is to make sure you own any investment property through a limited company and not in your own name in order to navigate around the 3% stamp duty change. And uh, I've seen some examples where the 3% stamp duty premium on, a, on an own home purchase can be tens of thousands of pounds. So it could actually save you quite a lot of money to uh, to research this. Um, I, I didn't at the time of recording have um, the notes or the reference of where you could find this, but I'll try and put it in the show notes in time for when it goes live or just drop me an email and I'm sure I can dig it out and point you in the right direction to the, uh, the notes by HMRC, which confirm what I'm saying. It is buried away in an FAQ document, so it's a little bit hard to find. So drop me a line if you want to know about that. I do know this won't apply to everybody, but it might just help those looking at investing for the first time and don't already own their own home or, you know, people who want to invest perhaps before they buy their own home. And examples could include those living in high cost locations such as London and the southeast but maybe wish to get started in property and invest in lower cost in, uh, locations before owning their own home. Guess you get the picture. But there you go. Every little helps. <laughs> the third thing I wanted to share with you today is the launch of the, the Property Voice Apprenticeship Program. And I mentioned before I, I took my summer break that I was considering starting an apprenticeship. Well, today I can share some details around what I have in mind. Uh, in case that's something a small number of you, only a small number of you, would like to get involved with. I've got limited bandwidth for this, um, but yeah, I'd uh, definitely like to do something with some of you. So let's, let's see what we can do. In property, we have three primary resources that we need to have at least one of in order to get going. And that's either time, money or know-how. Or obviously, you know, I say it's at least one of those. In order to scale, we could add additional resources to that list, such as people um, or systems. But to get going, it does rather boil down to time, money, and know-how. Um, you know, in 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 the most part. Of course, not everybody has all three of those resources in abundance, and of course. Even if you did, no doubt this would change over time as we re we're going to use those resources to grow our property business. However, we do at least at least need one of them and ideally two out of those three primary resources to make an effective start in property. Now, if you've none of them right now, uh, fear not, there's still some hope. 
but it's just going to be a bit more challenging for sure. And you're going to need to create one of them. That's the clue. Won't tell you too much more of that in this episode, but <clears throat> drop me a line. I'll tell you maybe some clues of how you can create time, money, or know-how. Of course, it's going to involve some sacrifice, some trade-off, and some investment uh, in some way, and maybe a little bit of creative thought and application too. But you know, drop me a line. I'll tell you more about that. But assuming you have at least one of those three resources, you can still uh, apply for the Property Voice Apprenticeship and uh, and help you get you know kickstart your property journey. With that in mind, I'm inviting applications to fill just three openings to work with me in an apprenticeship or on an apprenticeship. Um, and it's going to be on a 100 day fast start basis. So it's going to be a fairly short term intensive program, in other words. And to clarify, that's one person that has no or little money, one person with no or little time, and one person with no or little know-how. And if you happen to have at least two out of, uh, out of the other two resources, <clears throat> so if you've got no time but you do have money and know-how, for example, then um, that's going to be helpful. But you know, have at least one of them is what I'm saying uh, to be able to get involved. And... Um, you know, it's going to save you some time and uh, you're going to have to, sorry, what am I trying to say? You're going to have to have some time to actually work through the program. So if you are time poor, you're going to need to create some. I'm sorry to say that, but you're going to need to create some to go for the program. That's also part of the reason why I've made it a fairly short burst, 100 days program. Um, it's not going to be, you know, spending a uh, full time, uh, you know, shadowing me or me shadowing you for that period of time. It's going to be uh, there's going to be touch points along the way. It's going to be in a controlled fashion. Um, but yes, you will need to allocate some time. Um, but it's not just time. It's money or it's know how. But it's, 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 you know, you have one of those and the rest we can figure out is what I'm really trying to say. But the aim is to get you from where you are now to a clear and deliverable outcome in just 100 days. And that's either a property purchase or, you know, you may not have actually completed conveyancing, but you may have had an offer accepted uh, or a property related income stream started within 100 days just to be really clear on what those outcomes might look like. So it's not going to be a talking shop. In other words, we want to make this action orientated. So it's kind of leading me on to, if you like, who, who should be uh, you know applying for this. But just for those who are curious or perhaps just want to go it alone, don't want to come on an apprenticeship with me, here are some of the examples of the potential solutions or strategies that you could adopt uh, if you um, have at least one of those resources. So starting with you've got no time, but you do have either money and or know-how. Well, some of the aligned strategies that you could adopt in that situation are um, passive investing. So that could be through REITs or funds. It could be acting as a private lender, uh, operating through peer-to-peer -peer lending, uh, a joint venture. Equally, it could be ready-to-let, buy-to-lets, or turnkey solutions, to give it some buzzwords. <laughs> and what I'd like to call done-for-you um, strategies or services. So done-for-you being the key, because you don't have the time. Number two is if you have no money, but you do have either time and or know-how. So what would be the aligned strategies in that situation? It's going to be largely investor services. So that could be sourcing property, project management, or property uh, lettings management, as those sort of investor services. But more direct property strategies could include rent-to-rent, -rent, lease options, assisted sale, a joint venture. Now, this, is, this joint venture has two sides, essentially. 
You could have joint ventures where people bring money to the equation. You could also have joint ventures where people bring time and or know-how to the equation. So it's, it's another side of the same coin. And uh, these are all examples of uh, what I call do it yourself. Uh, so we've got done for you. Now we've got do it yourself. And then the second category. And the third category is if you've got no know-how, knowledge that is, but you have either time and or money, then there's some strategies that I would suggest that could work for you. So, for example, passive investing, uh, some of which I've just touched on in the above example. So I won't repeat all that here. Again, you've got ready to let, buy to let and turnkey solutions, but also uh, shadow mentoring uh, in what I like to call done with you. So they're the three examples. We've got some done for you examples where perhaps you're um, you're time poor. You've got do it yourself um, a, a strategies where maybe you don't have a lot of money and you've got done with you strategies where perhaps you're lacking a little bit of know how experience, in other words. So therefore, you don't need apprenticeship anymore, do you? But, let, you know, let's just see that out for a second to see if you really do. So let's just look at the uh, Property Voice apprenticeship criteria now for a moment. You, you have to have at least one of the three core resources uh, of time, money, know-how, as I mentioned. You also have to have the right attitude and mindset, certainly to work with me. Uh, that means being willing to listen and learn, being willing to take action. It's not just going to be a talking shop. It's going to be an action shop. I just made that phrase up. Not sure what it sounds like, but there we go. I'm sure you get it. And another criteria is um, I'm only looking for givers and matches only. Uh, no takers need apply, please. And uh, there's a book I read over the summer which kind of highlighted the different categories. Um, I've, I've forgotten the name of the book at this precise moment, but I put it in the show notes. Uh, it's well worth a read. There's three types of people, givers, matchers, and takers. I'm not looking for takers. So there you go. If you identify yourself as a taker, yeah, don't, don't worry, applying. It's okay. Thanks. <laughs> givers and matchers only, please. But um, then you need to be prepared to complete some form of application and screening process uh, to be selective. But don't worry, it's not going to be like an exam or something like that. It's just going to be a bit of Q&A, get to know each other and uh, just really understand what's involved. Be slightly informal, uh, maybe a conversation and that sort of thing. The format itself, I mentioned it's going to be 100 days to implement an action plan. I'm not just going to create an action plan. I really want to get started and uh, either, have, you know, we'll try to buy a property or try to get involved in some property related income stream within 100 days. So um, it's just over three months in, a set, in, a fact, in effect. So it's going to span the, the Christmas New Year period. So we'll have to figure out what we do over that period of time. But uh, that's the sort of duration. And it's going to be a mix and match between some one-to-one -one coaching, so just me and you, in other words, and some group calls, because I think it could be useful to get everybody together. Uh, you never know. There could be some matching that goes along with the three different categories. That could be quite interesting, I think, to see the dynamic there. So, yeah, a bit of one-to-one, -one, a bit of group call. Now, there will be a cost of the program. This is not going to be free. Um, and the cost is going to be a little bit of your most abundant resource, probably. Uh, so whether that's time, money or know-how, um, it could be if it's not money, uh, then it could be a, a gain share of the results. Uh, it's going to be um, we're going to discuss this between us and we're going to come out and f uh, come out with or figure out a win-win arrangement. Um, it's not going to be free, as I mentioned. It does have a clear value. This is my time and my uh, insights and experience that you're going to be getting here. But it will be fair. I can assure you of that. 
And um, I might do this on a trial basis and uh, see what it leads to uh, in the future. So the first three perhaps are going to get a bit of a head start, maybe over people who come in on a second phase or subsequent phases. So the next steps, just to kind of cut it short, really just drop me an email to register your interest and we can start a conversation. You can also give me a call. So you can reach me podcast at the propertyvoice.net. You can also uh, give me a call 0208 I'm usually available on that number on weekday afternoons. Uh, so don't try me other times because you might not get me, but uh, I'm often available that sort of time. But please remember, I only want to work with a very small number of people that are genuinely committed to make a difference with their property investing journey over the next 100 days or so. So do you want a new beginning with some input and guidance from an experienced investor? Then what are you waiting for? <laughs> Love to hear from you. So, uh, yeah, get, get on the phone or drop me an email and we'll have a conversation and we'll figure it out, I'm sure. OK, so that's all I wanted to show, share with you this week. Uh, the show notes, as always, can be found over at the website at propertyvoice.net. Or if you want to talk about anything from today's show or just talk property investing more generally, quite a number of you have been commenting recently. You're always saying get in touch. And I thought I would. Yes, get in touch. <laughs> I do love hearing from you. Um, and, you know, we can we can just have a conversation and chat with, with someone the other day. And we just had a chat. And that was it, really. So uh, I think he's got a way energized and committed to take some action in his journey. And that was it, really. So if that was helpful to them, I'm very pleased. So drop me a line, podcast at propertyvoice.net. I've left a phone number there as well if you prefer to chat. I'd be very happy to hear from you. But once again, all I want to say right now is thank you very much for listening this week. And until next time on the Property Voice podcast, it's Ciao Ciao. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.